I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world. And we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Happy Inauguration Day, you guys. (laughs) We made it here. (laughs) There are times I thought I never would say that. Um, But anyway, if we have helped you guys stay posted on politics or anything else amid this crazy time and you appreciate that, the easiest way to give back to us and say thank you is to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Seriously, that helps us so much. Um, but if you really appreciate us and want to go the extra mile to support our show and our company, we also accept listener contributions through a link in our show notes. So you can contribute up to $5 a month to say thank you for News Du Jour. We also wanted to let you guys know that should any drama break out today, you can follow a constant stream of updates that are very dry and factual on our social media accounts. As always, our handle will be on Twitter, sugarfree underscore media, and on Instagram, sugarfreemedia.co. Now, without further ado, we have a lot to go over today, so let's get started. Last night on Inauguration Eve, quote unquote, an event occurred to commemorate all those lost to COVID-19. Joe Biden and his team wanted this to kick off a series of more fun and lively events um, to kind of set the tone because, you know, all of this, while it is celebratory for them, is happening amid all this ongoing death. Um And so the event, which took place at the Lincoln Memorial Reflecting Pool, symbolized a new era of empathy that Joe Biden is looking to create. Symbolism and a sense of occasion is something that had been kind of glossed over a lot during the Trump years. Um, But for Biden, they're everything. You know, he's very old school and want us, wants to let us know where his heart is at and believes that that is important. So this inauguration will not be all business. It seems that it will take its time and create a sense of something. A couple of examples of this that we've already seen or heard about besides the moment of reflection to kick things off are number one, 
there will be 200,000 flags placed on the National Mall, symbolizing the hundreds of thousands of Americans who would have liked to be there, but can't because of COVID. And number two, Garth Brooks will actually be playing. And this made a big splash because he is very progressive, but he's a Republican. And he stated openly that he is performing for the sake of unity for America. He said he's sick of being divided as a nation. And Garth Brooks... (laughs) personal note here, has a very special place in my heart because my first date with Devin was to a Garth Brooks concert. We drank beer and sang every song because we both knew all the words to every song. (laughs) We were also lucky to catch him in concert again in Oklahoma City when when I first moved in with Devin. Um, He's very symbolic to us as he plays so rarely, but his concerts kind of marked milestones in our romance. So we cannot wait to see him play again tonight. There will also likely be a lot of symbolism and surprises during the Celebrating America event, which can, again, be viewed tonight at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or 7.30 p.m. Oklahoma Time on ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, and MSNBC, as well as it can be streamed on Amazon Prime Video, Twitch, Fox News's News Now, and the Democratic Committee's YouTube channel and other social media platforms. Devin and I are planning chocolate chip cookies and champagne, all American, but still celebratory. But as to remember that this is not just the beginning of a new era, it's also the end of an era. I thought today we'd also take a look back at the last days of the Trump administration and take a look at their last moves. Today is both the last day of the Trump administration and the first day of the Biden administration. So we want to make sure to acknowledge that. So a couple of these we've already talked about in recent news du jour. So if you're not familiar with the first couple ones, you can hear more about them. Um, And then the last few are are new news. But um, yes, so first of all, um, the Trump administration in their last few days has declared the Houthis a terrorist group. And this is a group out of Yemen. It's technically a political group. Um, However, you know, they are related and suspected of carrying out attacks that did harm people. But this move kind of forces the hand of the Biden administration because it kind of puts them in a position where they either need to agree with that and like go with it, even though it's going to cause waves or go against it and change their mind and and switch it back. So um, it forces their hand a little bit. Also, um, the Trump administration carried out a number of executions. I believe it was like 12 executions, which is a lot for any presidency um, to commit at the federal level. Um, But like they did all of these executions within the last few days. And, you know, some of them were mentally unstable people and things like that. So they were very controversial. Um, 
also the trip to the Alamo. Um, Of course, the trip to the Alamo was symbolic because of his border wall. Um, You know, I think he wanted to highlight that that's something that he said he wanted to do and he accomplished. Um, And, you know, while he was there, he mentioned he wanted to grow it even further (laughs) someday. And it was likely also a reference to the rebellion that occurred there. And then um, two new stories that we haven't talked about before are um, that he just yesterday declared China is performing a genocide. So this is a new uh, allegation by them and is very aggressive and is obviously going to stir the pot quite a bit. (laughs) On like your last day in office, say something aggressive like that is just, yeah, they're like dropping this bomb and just like leaving it there. Um, But uh, who knows what the Biden administration will do with that? Like, you know, um, anyway, we'll dive into that more in depth on a future News Du Jour episode and kind of talk about what's going on there and why they would say that. Um, And then also presidential pardons. So it's obviously not uncommon for a president to do presidential pardons in their last few days in office. In fact, it's something of a tradition. But as we know, President Trump has used his pardons to mostly get his friends out of trouble and trouble having to do with him most of the time and even relatives. But speaking of relatives to President Trump, Tiffany Trump is engaged. So (laughs) Tiffany Trump announced yesterday that she is engaged in an Instagram post with her new fiance, Michael Bulos. The two have been dating for about two years. He's a Georgetown law grad, as well as a business executive who attended the City University in London. She said of the end of an era engagement, quote, It has been such an honor to celebrate many milestones, historic occasions, and create memories with my family here at the White House. None more special than my engagement to my amazing fiance, Michael, feeling blessed and excited for the next chapter, end quote. So that quote was posted alongside a photo of the couple in black on the famous presidential breezeway at the White House. And we just wanted to say congratulations to this couple um, and best of luck in your next chapter. I also, for our next two stories, kind of wanted to discuss a couple things that are related to both the inauguration as well as the riots that happened at Uh, the Capitol. So as I've mentioned in the past couple news du jour episodes, um, National Guard troops have been placed strategically around D.C. to help keep the inauguration proceedings safe. And, you know, they were discovering around the time that they were planning all of this that some of the policemen in the Capitol actually helped to facilitate the riots. They let people in to places that they shouldn't have been allowed to come into. And so this prompted them to think, you know, well, what if there's National Guard troops who would do the same, who would allow these people in and help facilitate them getting in and doing something violent? Um, And so they started to scour the National Guard troops and just looking for any ties to extremism and actually found two 
that they've decided to not have involved in guarding safeguarding the inauguration so those measures are being taken and I just wanted to update you guys about that and then Senator Mitch McConnell has <laughs> made some public statements that uh, are a big deal and I want to go ahead and play you the statement and then I'll kind of break down what I think is important about what he said. The last time the Senate convened we had just reclaimed the Capitol from violent criminals who tried to stop Congress from doing our duty. The mob was fed lies. They were provoked by the president and other powerful people. And they tried to use fear and violence to stop a specific proceeding of the first branch of the federal government, which they did not like. But we pressed on. We stood together and said an angry mob would not get veto power over the rule of law in our nation, not even for one night. We certified the people's choice for their 46th president. Tomorrow, President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Harris will be sworn in. We'll have a safe and successful inaugural right here on the West Front of the Capitol, the space that President Bush 41 called democracy's front porch. And then we'll move forward. Our work for the American people will continue as it has for more than 230 years. There are serious challenges that our nation needs to continue confronting. But there will also be great and hopeful opportunities for us to seize. Certainly November's elections did not hand any side a mandate for sweeping ideological change. Americans elected a closely divided Senate, a closely divided House, and a presidential candidate who said he'd represent everyone. So our marching orders from the American people are clear. We're to have a robust discussion and seek common ground. We are to pursue bipartisan agreement everywhere we can and check and balance one another respectfully where we must. And through all of this, we must always keep in mind that we're all Americans. We all love this country and we're all in this together. So a couple things that I found important about this. Um, number one, when he said violent criminals. Our our capital was seized by violent criminals. You know, he's immediately condemning them right off the bat in pretty strong language. And then secondly, he said that they were provoked by the president and that the president fed them lies. That's huge. I mean, that like... If you believe that, then you kind of are endorsing the impeachment charges and everything. And so this is going to be very interesting and relevant in terms of the impeachment that he said this so, you know, uh, bluntly and publicly. Um, And then he also seemed to want to make it clear that although the Democrats will control everything, he does not believe that's because the people wanted a sweeping ideological change, quote unquote. Um, He seems to believe they want everyone represented and normalcy back. And that's why, you know, they swung to the left this time. Um, And so that was an interesting statement as well. And he's setting it up that he expects Biden to represent everyone. So, I mean, that's a tall order for anyone. Um, But we'll see how he does with it because that's how he campaigned. So 
Anyway, that is the news du jour for today, but I also wanted to issue a quick reminder that if this podcast helped you stay informed, please consider giving back to us by leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, I also wanted to remind you guys again that all throughout the day today, we're going to be having updates on our Twitter and Instagram accounts, um, mostly on Instagram stories. But uh, yeah, if you want to tune into either of those, we'll keep you posted on the events of the day. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you with the quote, never let fear decide your fate. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh...